Comic Timing is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. Hey there, folks. It's Ian Levenstein, and this is a Comic Timing Extra Point. As I walk home from the event that I'm going to be talking about in this episode, just a quickie, but I figure it makes sense for me to report on this, considering that most human beings aren't going to see this for another week. And yes, I will have this out timely, so that makes a little bit more sense for me to put it out. But thanks to the Marvel Unlimited Plus membership that I still have, uh, it paid dividends for me. As today, me and my buddy David went and saw the first two episodes of Daredevil Season 2 for free at the uh, AMC Lincoln Center Theater in Manhattan. Showtime was about 7.30. They didn't get started until about 8, because that's the way these things work. But in attendance were most of the cast, uh, including Charlie Cox, uh, and of course, I'm not going to remember the names of anybody else, except for Rosario Dawson, who was also there. But uh, the guy who plays Foggy was there as well. And uh, the woman who plays Karen Page, who uh, was also in True Blood, was there. Plus a couple other actors that uh, look kind of familiar to me, one way or the other. Casada was there. I saw him on the way out. Did actually snap a quick photo of Rosario Dawson after the event was over. But that's not why you guys are listening to this. Uh, so yeah, we got to see the first two episodes of the season. And two things I can tell you right off the bat. Number one, Punisher is all over this thing from the start. So they're not fooling you with the trailer. You're going to get plenty of Punisher action immediately. And from what I have seen in these first two episodes of the show, this is the most faithful Punisher we have gotten so far. I mean, it doesn't take much, obviously. But I know that there's some people out there who are really big fans of the Punisher Warzone movie. I have not seen it, so I can't actually comment on that. But it's way, way better than Florida Punisher. <laughs> that much is a given. Even though, even though I like Thomas Jane's portrayal of the character of Punisher, the actual movie itself was so-so. And John Travolta does not make a convincing villain. I'm sorry. I will never be able to be converted on that. It's just the way I roll. The Punisher is... Uh, Basically, the main foil to Daredevil as the season starts out. There is no Elektra in this. That's the other thing that I wanted to mention. Uh, she does not show up in the first two episodes of the show. So, uh, a little bit of a slow build on Elektra. But I kind of expected that. I mean, even though they played her up a decent amount in the uh, trailer that was released, it felt like later on in the story, uh, even from the trailer itself. And, and yeah, we're getting there. Um... The, the Hell's Kitchen that we see in this is very much one that is dealing with the ramifications of there no longer being a kingpin. Because all of the, the mob and uh, all the different types of mobs are dealing with the fact that there is no central leader anymore. And everybody's fighting to regain the territory that they once lost to Wilson Fisk. And we see the, uh, the Irish here as well as a, a motorcycle gang. That reminded me very much of Sons of Anarchy. I'm sure that's probably where they got their inspiration for them. Uh, the Yakuza does get mentioned, as as do uh, the Chinese, but uh, we don't actually get to see them in these episodes. Mainly, the uh, the, the the big focus is the Irish, and uh, I mean, I'm not going to spoil that much in this because, again, you guys will be seeing it in about a week. But just know that there's a big meeting 
between the the head of the Irish mob and uh, the rest of his gang. He's looking to get things going. He's looking to regain some territory. And uh, as he does so, that's when the Punisher shows up and shit gets nasty. Uh, it, Nelson and Murdoch are then left to uh, sort of pick up the pieces of that uh, as uh, they're, they're sent to protect one of the men who survives one of the attacks. And uh, we then get further into uh, Punisher action from there. I will tell you that the feel of it is is incredibly reminiscent to what we had in in season one. That much has not changed. The tone is a little bit different. I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't quite say that it's lighter, but this is definitely a a different Daredevil. This is a man who uh, feels like he is the only one keeping Manhattan and Hell's Kitchen together. That without him, everyone would run amok. So Matt is overextending himself in every single way. And he goes out every night to try and fight the bad guys. Even when he shouldn't. Even when he's dealing with concussions or he's dealing with injuries of any sort, he still wants to put on the mask and go out there and fight the good fight. Even though Foggy is not at all thrilled, just like he was in season one. That much has not changed here in season two. And uh, Karen is consistently being given cover stories. Not much of a spoiler to say this, because you can probably put two and two together on that, is that one of the cover stories she's given is that he's a drunk. And she's really worried for Matt's safety. The two episodes work really well together. I wouldn't quite say it's a two-parter, but they went very easily from one to the other. And the cliffhanger that they left us on really has me intrigued to see what's going to wind up happening in the rest of the series. I'm not going to binge it because I don't do that with shows for the most part, uh, or at least not what some people would consider binging, which is, you know, sit down and watch all 13 episodes in one go because that's not how I roll. Um, I I feel like I lose out on a lot of what the show is is offering me if I just, you know, don't stop and just keep going and going and going. I will probably wind up doing it in about three or four episode blocks, if anything, if not one or two at a time. Maybe finish it over a week and, and, you know, let it really sit in. But I'm very intrigued on where this is going to go. There's no hidden Easter eggs that I can think of in the show. Uh, They're not hinting at all at the Defenders yet, of course. And there's no mention of Jessica Jones. I'll get that out of the way. Uh, this This is still Daredevil as Daredevil more than anything else. They do make a reference yet again to the decrepit parts of Manhattan because that's their main selling point here is that after the events of the Avengers, you know, shit hit the fan uh, quite literally and, you know, Manhattan is still recovering from that. They do mention that there are parts of it that are still in major disarray. And as someone who lives in New York, they are still using Williamsburg to fill in for a decent amount of Manhattan because there are not that many wide open spaces in Manhattan. And Williamsburg still looks a little bit like a decrepit Manhattan of old and no longer exists in some aspects. So, yeah, you had that going for it. Tune in. <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's the way I'll put it. I am very much... Looking forward to finding out where this Punisher storyline is going to go. And know that uh, also they did not go into his backstory 
on the show yet. We may get that in future episodes. They might actually do some sort of flashback to see the origin of Frank Castle. In fact, they don't even they don't even know his name yet on the show. They just know that the police are calling him the Punisher. That's the nickname that they've given him. So it's not even the uh, the newspapers that have done it. It is the police themselves that are calling him the Punisher because he's a one man army. And and that's and that's where I'll leave it. Very very happy with with what I got to see. And here is a very, very quick extra point for you guys to be caught up on that and to anticipate even further that Daredevil is coming your way in about a week's time, especially considering that I'm probably releasing this after midnight on a Friday. So, yeah, in about a week's time, not even about, in a week's time, <laughs> you'll be watching Daredevil with the rest of us. Uh, yeah, and for that matter, let me just straight up say the Marvel Unlimited Plus membership is Definitely something that is only really worth it if you live in L.A. or New York because that's when you get the benefits like this. That's where you get the special screenings and that's where you get the, uh, you know, being invited to special events. Like, for instance, when they announced the Phase 3 of Marvel's movies, all of Marvel Unlimited Plus in L.A. were invited to that and they were able to, you know, fill out a form. That's what I did here. I was sent an email last Friday. It might have actually been last Thursday, asking me if I wanted to attend. I said I would. I didn't hear anything back until yesterday, so I guess somebody must have dropped out, and I was able to attend. And I was right on the uh, the 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 second level of the theater. It actually had a uh, you know an, an upper deck, uh, a loge area, if you will, to uh, to the theater. Uh, and, and Lincoln Square is a huge theater. I had no idea that there was a double decker. Uh, theater even still in this thing because it's got like you know 12 different movie theaters in it but yeah there's just one little mini two level theater inside of it and it's beautiful the screen we were watching it was huge and uh, I had a wonderful time and I'm sure you guys will too uh, checking out but yeah like I said if you're in the New York or LA area you might want to do a Marvel Unlimited Plus deal that way you can, you know, go to these special events and uh, make your extra, like, $20 on top of the regular price of an annual membership of Unlimited worth it for you. Because this makes it worth it for me. I will leave it at that, folks. Uh, we will see you soon for a full episode of Comic Timing, which uh, w- might be before uh, Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice, or it might just be the Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice episode, because uh, Brent went and got his ticket for Thursday night, and I am probably going to wind up in Philly to see it with Brandon uh, that weekend because Brandon has taken off and I don't want to leave him hanging. So it'll probably be that Saturday. Uh, but uh, we will keep you posted on any further developments. Uh, you know the deal. DCBS, Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com, 50% off of Marvel DC Hardcovers and Trades, 40% off of Marvel DC Legend Dark Horse Single Issues. Email address is comictiming at gmail.com, facebook.com slash comictiming for all of your comic timing news and developments and to talk to us about stuff <laughs> we're posting a lot of news stories lately and uh, i like the interaction between fans and uh, hopefully you like talking to us too because we like it too and we're probably members of the comics podcast network over comicspodcast.com and the league of comic book podcasts thank you guys for hearing me for about 10 minutes and as always there's always time for comics especially when it involves free screenings to shit. Woo!
except for Rosario. Yeah. 